Yo, 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 you are tuning in or listening, I don't know, streaming, whatever you want to call it, the Brother of Rim Podcast, Therapy for the Bros. I'm your co-host, Jay. Hi, my name is Eric. And we both like feet. There we go. I've said it. Follow us on FeetFinder. FeetFinder.com. That's going to be a thing now. It's, it's going to be a thing. We should make that count so no one else takes it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Wait, we got to get the, the fan. Let's talk about the fan. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, There we, go. there we go. So if you're listening, this is episode nine. We've come a long way. We've learned how to stream in 4K. In 4K. 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 But today we are going to be talking about some really fun things. So, well, so before we started, we were talking about uh, improv. Yeah. And uh, so I uh, I don't know if it's the main role, but from when I learned about improv in college. Um, the main rule of improv is yes and. So, the reason why you want to do yes and is because it allows the flow of ideas to be better. Instead of just, like, taking it completely left. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you want to build up ideas instead of shutting things down. So instead of saying it but or just completely changing the subject, um, you just say you go you go you pretty much go along with it. Like yeah, and so we're gonna continue to talk about like improv and things of that nature. Right, right, and instead of like so yeah, my car broke down. We were talking about pizza fries, like right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and I think it's cool because that's something that you can you can use for just. Your day-to-day conversation. Of course. And then kind of you get to, yes, and you get to understand that sometimes you or we or other people tend to hijack conversations. Right, right. But it, it's really good because then you can understand like, oh, hey, this is what they really want to talk about. Right, right. Because the thing is, sometimes sometimes we, like you said, we, we try to step into a conversation and maybe someone is really excited about something and they're trying to tell you. Yeah. And instead of us listening to them or being available to them, we just kind of push it to the side. We're going to talk about what we want to talk like about. Anyways. Like, that's cool. But yeah, but, my house broke down. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah so the, the idea is you don't necessarily have to say yes and. Mm-hmm. The yes and is more like a mental note that you take. Yeah. That you take. But uh, I don't know. My pops are really awesome. And I just bought this new... Deku Pop. Yes, and did you see that they came out with the new Naruto Pop? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And also, they also came out and released uh, plushies for My Hero Academia. Ooh. You know, that's pretty cool. I also want to see uh, the Chainsaw Man one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They're on episode episode three now, so. Episode three? Yeah, episode three. What are you watching? Uh, Hulu. You watch on Hulu and Crunchyroll. It's, I want to say it's one of the best animes. Have you watched. Mate, no. What's that? Mate, Mate's Tale? Uh, Handmaid's Tale? Oh, who? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to, dog. It looks crazy. I watched season, the first season. I, me and Kai were watching the second season, and we weren't that much into it. Yeah. We weren't feeling it. But yeah. apparently the, the most recent season, which is season five, is the best one. I've heard, like, great things. Like, it's the Game of Thrones, but with vaginas. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? It's like, there's women, and... They're promised to a man, and the man can have sex with multiple women, but women can't have sex with the multiple women. The best way I can describe it is 
So today's society, yeah, there's a revolution, yeah, and they they established an 1886 government, yeah. So there's all this technology, yeah. but with the values of 1886. Oh no, I'm good. Yeah, because we wouldn't be allowed. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. No manches. <laughs> no manches. No manches, no negritos, no. <laughs> no. I'm good, bro. I'm not going back to 1800s. I'm good. And the whole idea is that women are used for birth. Oh, damn. They're a tool. Not yeah, a they're, yeah. You are a factory. Yeah. That sounds toxic. It's, yeah. So and the whole, I think the whole story is about overcoming that. That kind of relates to the today's topic. Today's topic. Oh, yes. So we want to start talking about the five love languages. Because last time we were talking about relationships. Yep. And how, you know, those vary in your yep. day actions. Usually how they're good, how they're bad, things like that. Yes. I think we kind of, we touched, we touched on the five love languages, but we never really like kind of really like went in depth to them. So yeah. we're going to go over them real quick. Uh, so number one is words of affirmation. Tell us a little bit about that. Words of affirmation is kind of like um, positive reinforcement. It's one of those things where you notice a person. They're kind of like you know you get like a dog wags its tail, good boy. Yeah. You lose their shit. That's like words of affirmation for people. Of course, they should have their own value brought intrinsically, but it's also like a form of external stimuli. Like they just want to be told, like, "Yeah, you look beautiful today, babe," or, "You know, you did really well on that test," or, "Girl, you really threw that ass on the dance floor. I'm proud of you." Like it's just one of those things. Where it's not where they need it or crave it, but that's how they feel loved. They need verbal cues to make sure that you love them. Yeah, in a way to feel that you notice them. Exactly. They they feel the most recognized and loved. Through those words. Appreciated. Not dollars, not dance moves, not acts of service, but hey, you look good, girl. And yeah. It's the cheapest way to love somebody. <laughs> <laughs> or something as easy as like, hey, uh, uh, you're doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, thanks. Like, hey, you did a really good job editing the uh, the, the, the TikTok ones, oh, the video. Thank you, Jay. I, I really appreciate how well you're doing. Like, I'm trying. You're killing the video game. I'm trying. I'm trying. Deep words of affirmation. And remember, these are not just love languages that you can use with like your partner, but like other people, too. I think oftentimes we don't want to say that we love other people, but you can show love to other people. Love the world. Exactly. We all need it. Share a Pepsi can. <laughs> love language number two is acts of service. So this one talks about how there people don't necessarily, maybe you don't want people to notice you in the way that they, they're always looking at you and telling you, hey, you're doing a great job. Like, you could tell them that. But instead, maybe you... You're at the grocery store and you bought some flowers. Like, hey, these are for you. Or maybe you just ran into mac and cheese. Like, hey, I got you this mac and cheese. And it's not necessarily that they are materialistic and that they value monetarily. Monetary uh, values. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't seek monetary values, but just the thought of them receiving something. So that one, you kind of, we kind of intertwine that one with gifts. Yeah. So, so with acts of service, it's not so like the item that they get, but it could be like a thing that you do. So let's say like Kat's coming home, she's had a long day of work. She's like, I'm tired. I've been slinging Roadhouse all day. Yes. You already have dinner made. 
or you already have, like you, you immediately do something to help her out, like you wash her clothes, you get set on her stuff. It's like the act, the thing that you do. Yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. you're right. I, I I combine gifts with acts of service because but that of, that could be counted as an act of service. Well, you're like thinking about it. Yes, yeah. yes, right, right. But to rephrase what I was saying, thank you, Jay. Um, acts of service is you doing something for the person. Yeah. Right. So instead of instead of getting them something, you want to either you saw the the dishes need to be done, or maybe they need help. Uh, Cleaning their car. Yeah. They haven't done it. Whatever they need, it's like, you see them, you see a need that can help them be better in their life, and then you do so. Yes. Not monetarily, but just like, oh, you need homework done? Let me go buy you some pins, because I'm not touching this shit. But, you know, here's some pins to help you do that. Or like an act of service that you did for me was encourage me to start the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be an act of service. But like, you actually, like, we, you, you do it, because then that would just be like a, What's it called? Where's the affirmation? But the service is like working with you and yes. doing it with you. Yes, I yes, think that's, yes. that's the big thing. Because I think sometimes we give words of affirmation, but the acts of service to me is kind of like the hardest one. The actual doing, yeah, because it, it, it in requires way, the most time. Yes, you have to put work into yep, it. Yep, yep. Um, and it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that if, like, like you said, just getting pants, right? Yeah. It's not. It doesn't have to do anything too big. Yeah. But just the thought of, hey, this is something that I got for you to help you in this. To scenario. yeah, to do the thing that you're doing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is a service. There you go. Which yes ties into the gifts. Yep. Which the pants itself could be a gift. Yes. So with the gifts, it's like. So Gary Chapman, the author of the book, he kind of puts it like. A gift is not basically a monetary value. It's what it represents. Yes. That's the biggest thing. It's the thought that counts. Because if, like, you just want a PS5, you're a gold digger, bro. Like, <laughs> if you want a Birkin bag, you're a gold digger, bro. Like, you know, like, but if it's like, I don't know, like, ooh, okay, okay, okay. Let's say I talk about this Spike Pop figure. The mm-hmm. one that's like $80, $125, however much. And I'm like, I really want this pop figure. I would slap somebody's mother for this. Like, I would go murder an entire village of small Somalian children just to have this pop figure. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's a little bit extreme, but that's really cool. And then you give me that gift. The thought of you getting that gift or whatever is close to it, that's what the, the gift is. It's not the most expensive thing. It's like, oh, I value your friendship so much. I know you care about this. I know you want this. Here. Yeah, and to put it into a little more in-depth perspective... Maybe, so you mentioned you wanted the the spike pot, right? Yeah. Maybe I can't afford to get the spike pot, but there's this little figurine that's spike like, just like that. Right? Yeah, and it's five dollars. Hey Ooh. Jay, I know you like spike. I lose my shit. I lose my shit. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to break the pocket. It's just something that represents that you care and that you like and symbolism of your love for that. That you're paying attention. Exactly. Like, hey girl, I know you want a Mazda, but like, I know you want a Mercedes, but. Here's a Hot Wheels figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Something yeah. Like that, right? Like, like it's just the thought that that feels better, that rather than what it actually is. Exactly. Yeah, because like I mean, uh, one of my friends is really into into Hot Wheels, right? And it's not like I get them the best. I could get them the best Hot Wheel, but it's just like, hey, here's a little Hot Wheels. I thought about you. I know that you care. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That that means the world to some people. So yeah, yeah. You could you could give them anything else, but just like, or you could praise them, exactly. right? Words of affirmation all day long. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's gonna get to them and make exactly. them feel yeah. noticed would be the gift. I think this is the one that's kind of the hardest for people because when they say their love language is gifts, they're immediately perceived as like gold digging or they want yeah. something. When really they, they probably just mean like, hey, I just want you to think about it. Just a rose. Like uh, a, a, a shake from Sonic. Yeah, just a little shake. That means the world. A little ice cream. No pickle juice though. Fuck <laughs> that shit. I don't know why they have a pickle juice slush. You know what I mean? A beer? A pickle juice beer? That sounds kind of good. You know, you know, no, it wasn't. Don't knock until you try it. I did try it. <laughs> you I, did? Yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. I may have been drunk at that point, so. Uh, Everybody has a different cup of tea. That's true, as long as it's not pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so the next love language is quality time. Yes. I mean, I know you mentioned like certain ones are harder. Yeah. But I think they're all hard. They're all hard because you're, you're loving someone and loving is hard. Yes. The thing about. Each one is that you have to be thoughtful. Yes. And just like quality time, you have to put in thought, you have to make the time, you gotta put time to give it away. Because like it's, it's when you spend time with the person, are you on your phone? Yeah. Are you like really with them? Yes. Yeah. Right, right. It does, someone that um, appreciates quality time will feel neglected if, if you're on your phone while you're with them. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I'm spending time with people. You're not. You're not. You're. You're. And as much as we like to say, "Oh no, yeah, I'm still paying attention to you," nah. Like, in a way, sometimes yes, you may be able to, but at the same time, it does lower the quality of the attention. Of the attention. Yes. I want your full, undivided attention. Quality, quality time is my love language. Yeah. So like these past three days, it's been like the funnest days of my life. We got to hang out Friday, we got to hang out Saturday, we got to hang out Sunday. Like this has been a pretty good three days. It has been a good weekend, right? Yeah. So yeah, quality time is spicy. Yeah, and quality time doesn't necessarily mean like oh, like we have to go to this fancy restaurant or hey, we have to go to Six Flags. Let's go to Austin. Let's go to New York. Right? It's just watch Yon beat the shit out of somebody. Right or like before we started the podcast, we were playing chess. Yeah, just things like that. It's, it's, it's just well, the engagement. Playing, I was learning in <laughs> We had a good time. <laughs> hey, hey, but when we play fighters, though. Hey, hey okay, okay, we got our own things we accept. We accept that. And the last one is physical touch. Physical the, touch. It doesn't automatically mean sex. Yeah, it doesn't have to be romantic or sexual. It's just like, you know, like, your, your wife's walking out the door, you got your hand on the small of her back, just like, hey, here's it going? Yeah, or a hug. A hug is physical touch. Get the fuck in the car. Like, you know, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Put shove in there. <laughs> Here on the Brotherhood Podcast, we don't beat women. How you love that? <laughs> no, I'm joking. You're like, I love you so much. Because I love this, baby. I love you because I beat you. Not to be confused. Not to be confused. Backhand means love. Front palm oh means love. <laughs> That's not how it works. I hit you with my palm because I don't love you. I love you so much. If Future can drop an album called I Never Liked You, I can talk about backhand and front forehand. Okay? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so, yeah, physical touch, it doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be romantic. So people just appreciate a really, really good hug. Even a hug where, like, 
you know, I like I like when I'm driving, like, mm, and then it's like a road trip, and then Bianca like starts to scratch the back of my head. Yeah, or just when um whenever a guy puts their hand on the, their partner's uh, lap. Yeah, like you said in public. Yeah, not doing nothing sexy at all about you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> See, I would eat you up just like this spaghetti pasta. Or some people appre- really appreciate a good handshake. Oh, like a firm one. Yeah, that's true. Like that. In a way, some people will see that as a sign of respect, mm-hmm. or as a sign of oh, these people really like, it really likes or presents themselves in a positive, really strong and powerful way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing about handshaking with me is like I try not to like grab somebody because I got big fucking hands, so you can kind of like like sometimes it yeah that's good, but sometimes I'll like undercompensate and so then it'll be like that. Well, I think the thing is the thing about handshakes is yeah. not everyone is comfortable with doing yeah. the handshake. Well, we're in Rona, Rona world right yeah, now, so yeah, yeah. you know, I just kind of like, hey, how's it going? You hug her, you shake her. I'm a hugger. I'm, I'm a like hugger too. I'm like, kiss your ass over here. I just met you, but you're my grandma now. So yeah, <laughs> no, I I understand that. I think. Let's see. Now that you know the five love languages, I it'd probably be a good idea to kind of figure out like, oh, well, I like quality time, and I like receiving gifts, and I like asking service, but I don't want nobody to touch me. Like you know, mm-hmm. figure out what's your love language. Yeah. And the thing, the thing, or the reason why I think this is uh, important to know is because one, you can identify how you like to receive love. Yeah. And at the same time, it makes you conscious of how other people like to receive love. Yes. Right? Because you could say you could like quality time, right? Or Jay could maybe really enjoys quality time. Love it. But maybe my love language is gifts. So even though Jay goes out of the way to spend time with me, I may not receive it the same way as if he got me a pop. It's kind of like we're not feeling like you think that you're expressing love. Right, but you're expressing love the way you express it, yes. but the other person won't be able to perceive that as love because that's not the way they're used to being loved. Yes, so it's like you gotta love each other in your own way. Yes, or if she likes words of affirmation, like "Hey, you're looking good," mm-hmm. and then it's like, "Oh, he likes quality time with you." Know, hey, let's go, let's go play that video game. You right, know? right, right. See, like <laughs> with that being said, if Jay likes quality time and I'm over here just complimenting the shit out of him, it won't be nothing to me, even though I'm, I'm trying to show him love he won't feel it the same way not just because that's not something that Jay relates to or cares about now he said let's go do a line hey quality time disco dust baby <laughs> <laughs> quality dust <laughs> I'm joking I do not condone the use of drugs unless it's weed do you think like, <laughs> mushrooms hey I mean to each their own to each their own except for cocaine that's a hell of a drug I don't know I've never tried it I'm Rick James bitch. but I've heard as long as it's not uh, it does not have fentanyl. Isn't that the, it should be fine. the new drug that's like killing people on the streets too? I wouldn't say new drug, but... There's one that came out. I think it was fentanyl. Well, so apparently that recently there was a news that, you know, it was going to be used because it's Halloween season and yeah. it was colorful and stuff. Yeah. And while it is dangerous and it is deadly, um, the, the argument I think was that they're doing it to pry on children. Mm-hmm. However, from what I understand, fentanyl in its nature is colorful just because that's how they identify the different types of fentanyl. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it was just that. And pe- I think people, it, 
we live in an age where clickbait is a thing. Yeah, yeah. So someone sees colorful fentanyl, we're like, hey, they're doing this for the children, whereas, I mean, kids can't afford fentanyl. You sure? They're grown-ups. I mean, from what I understand, hey, fentanyl some, is expensive. Hey, some kids start a YouTube channel, they got number millions of subscribers, so... <laughs> hey, that's a good point. <laughs> How many of those kids live in our neighborhood, though? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and they, if they make it millions, they're out of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're out of here, right? Bye, Mom! <laughs> I got a new house. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and I guess something to be pointed out is also... While, yes, maybe Jay... Uh, relates more to quality time by him knowing the different types of language if he notices that I'm giving him multiple compliments yeah maybe now he can identify hey Eric is trying to show me love yeah now that's not how he receives love but then he can say hey if you're trying to show me love this is the way I would feel it more yeah because oftentimes I think a lot of arguments, that, or not arguments, but we find like ourselves in like, yeah, the, the disconnection that happens is like, I'm trying to show you love. But you're not loving me my way, Eric. Right, right. And, and you need to tell me you love me. Yeah, yeah. It could become Dude, a... <laughs> versus. It could become a, a thing that gets in the way, whereas yeah. you could just acknowledge it and then add on how you would like to receive love. That comes with, like, the power of communication. Yes. So, I'm like, okay, hey, I noticed you said I look handsome, but if you really want to make me feel good, do the dishes. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, like, mm, you scrubbing that, that broccoli off at 2 a.m. in the morning? That's real love. That's what sex is. And it's, find that shit, girl. <laughs> it's, I think it's a muddy waters because it's, it's a... Uh, you could easily take advantage of these things, right? Yeah. If you really wanted to, mm-hmm. you could be like, oh, well, I would feel love if you did all the chores around the house. Yeah, and then it's kind of like an if-then-else statement. Like, if yes. you love me, then you have to do that. Right, and I think that's it needs to be pointed out. It's not a conditional thing. It's just like, hey, I went out of my way to do this for you. And if you're in the receiving end, it doesn't mean that if they don't do it, they don't love you. I think that, like, is a good segue into, like, the topic of toxic relationships. Yes. That's, like, kind of the, the main thing with toxic relationships. Yes. If you don't do this, then you don't show me love. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of hard to get into that, but it's, it's one of those things that's needed to recognize that. There's so many different ways, shapes, and forms, and the biggest one is manipulation. Yeah. Manipulate. It's easy to fall into a manipulative relationship. Just because we crave love. We crave love, attention, and we crave what we think is love, but it isn't love. Yeah. Um, real love is not ultimatum in choices. Yeah. If it is, it's the choice to be with that person every day. Yeah. And they don't place that choice on you. You choose it every day. Um, the moment you, you've given that person your pow- the power over you to say, well, you got to do this and not, you don't love me. Is that love or is that hostage situation? Yeah. Um, I think we were in one of the episodes we were talking about uh, unconditional love, mm-hmm. and my argument was that I think as humans, unconditional unconditional love is one of the, if not impossible, the hardest thing we can achieve. 
Yeah. Just because of all the societal expectations, the... This stuff that comes up in relationships. Yeah. It's just hard to say, I'm going to love you no matter what. what. Because, no, there's conditions to this. There's conditions to this. Yeah. It's like, I love you no matter what unless you cheat on me or... Right. You jerk off with a pop figure, like, you know... (laughs) Unless I'm, like, into that, then yeah. yeah. And, I mean, needless to say, you shouldn't put yourself in a situation where you're in danger. Yeah. Or where you have to, um, I guess, give up your values. Yeah. Right? Because you're, you're just as worth as the other person. So the, the thing, though, is that when you get into a relationship that's toxic, you lose your identity. Yes. Your worth becomes tied to that person. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I think chronologically, like, oh, well, you know, I'm okay with this. That's fine. You think, well, what do they care about? What do they think about? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, to keep that value and focus. It is because... So I think the reason why people fall into the man- manipulative relationships is because of how how they grew up if if you grow up in a in an unstable family right where maybe everyone is always yelling everyone's always arguing no one appreciates each other that's what you think real love is yes yes if your mom goes around all day yelling at you and she, at the end of the day, she's like, oh, I'm, all, I'm only hitting you because I love you and I want you to be a better person. 20 years down the line, if your partner hits you, then you're going to see that as, oh, they really care about me. They just want the better, better for myself. That's some love hits. Yeah, right? So, it all starts in the home. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think that's why it's important for people to learn and know these things yeah because if you don't learn about all this then you'll never be able to break the cycle so what happens is how you love your child interacts with how they in turn love people yeah i think to an extent yes the home is the home is where a lot of our personalities and our identities are formed Mm -hmm. but they hit the point where like cognition comes into play You can form those habits in early childhood, but you can form better habits through therapy, rehabilitation, and working on yourself. Um, Because, like, my parents, they yelled like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, you already know my story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't associate yelling or that kind of stuff with, with, like, love. Love. I think that's just dysfunctionality. Well, I mean, I guess if if you don't mind adding a little more into that, I think... We did acknowledge that your grandma had a lot to play into that. Yeah, real a big a big role playing. Yeah, because I think oftentimes people. So I think that's the difference. If you have at least one person that is willing to show you love, true unconditional love, true, love. genuine. Because I think oftentimes that's that's the case. We're yeah. like. Maybe it's not your grandma, the the teacher, your your first grade teacher. 
goes out of their way. Simon's Crabtree. <laughs> goes out of their way to make sure you're doing okay. Yeah. Or maybe your neighbor. Your neighbor goes and checks on you, I don't know, every night just because they know. What kind of situation you're in. That situation you're in. Maybe, I don't know, any random person that may have shown you some kindness. Yeah. Will ultimately impact your life. Um, and the thing is, I think now more than ever, we lack that. Just people showing love in general? Yeah. Which is why I think now you have so much violence and so much insecurity and fear and, and, aggression. and aggression and just all these things. Because people aren't just, I guess, kind or loving to one another. Because they haven't been loved. Yeah. If you think about it, like, our generation went through, there was the crack epidemic, and then there was us. And that was, like, we were the 9-11 generation. Yeah. So all we've seen is this straight-up school shootings, bombings, <laughs> everything. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's like, you know, in a world that has not been shown love, it's hard for us to know love. And yeah. some people will say, like, in my community, like, well, go to the church. That's where you find love. And it's like, hey, you go to the church, you see scams. So it's like, you know, like, nah, it's the truth. No, yeah, yeah. And the truth, you see so many scams in the church community. I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I definitely do. I'm saying, like, I don't believe in the church sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I consider myself Catholic, and me and Catherine got married through church. But it's hard to believe in church. It's a fucking stigma. I mean, yeah, not just the stigma, but just all this. Like, yeah, I guess just the stigma, all this shit that goes behind stigma. it. And it's crazy because then you're like, oh no, that's not true. That's not happening. And boom, it's true. It's happening. Yeah. And then you're just sitting there like, that's not my priest. That's not my pastor who would do that. And then boom, it's your priest and your your pastor doing it. It's like church is being set up as a business rather than a place for like refuge. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna get into like the church fashion because that's that's not what I'm here to do. Yeah. But I'm just saying like in a place. In a world where there's no love being shown, the one place where you're supposed to expect love is the least. Is the least place where love is. Yeah. So it's like you gotta find a way, and somehow through this wide bullshit, to learn how to love yourself. Yeah. And that's I think that's the hardest part. Yeah, it's the hardest part, especially if you don't have the support. You don't, and then but that's the thing. People, we get into relationships when we're broken, and broken people make more broken people. Yes. So it's like you don't know yourself too well and you're not ready to learn how to be an individual, an adult, or somebody on your own, but you crave that love and attention and you don't understand how you want to be loved. You don't understand what a good representation of love is. Yeah. So then you hop at the first thing that like treats you right. Like a, a nigga at the bar that just buys you drinks. Like, oh damn, that must be love because he bought me three cherry vodka martinis. I guess right. this is the one. This is my man. And meanwhile, this motherfucker just wants some buns. Right. Like... And, and then the same thing, like, okay, you're a dude, you you have, maybe you don't have any, a good interaction with your mother. And so you don't understand how love works with people. So then, first girl that just shows you, like, the public attention. Uh, oh, you got some nice muscles going on. Ah, thanks, girl. And then, boom, she just starts. Give me all your money. Give me all your money. <laughs> Give me your fucking card. You don't need a Corolla, nigga. You need a Prius. Like, if you don't, if you don't do my, if you don't pay for my nails, you don't love me. Yeah. That's another thing that, we have the ultimatums. We have yeah. this perfect picture of how relationships are supposed to be. Yeah. Like he's he's got to be six foot two, twelve inch dick, six figure salary, and you know what? He's got to be black, Haitian, Moroccan, Hispanic, and a little bit of white on the inside. 
And then we're like, she's got to be... The wallet has to be white. The wallet's got to be white. The wallet's got to have a 680 credit score. It's like... And then men were like, she's got to be like... 680? That's reasonable. That's reasonable for people. Because it's past the 700s now. But I'm like... Realistic. Hey, if you don't have a 780, Nigga, fuck don't, no. don't do it. Look, I work hard to get my score where it is now. But ain't no way in hell, like, I got a 780. I'm telling you right now, I'm in the 7s, but that's not, not 780. Hey, we're going to get there. Of we're going to get there. But the thing is, like, not, but also for men, we're like, this girl going to have big titties, big old ass. She got to have her own house, her own, haul her own shit. Yeah. And she got not woman for nothing. Like, we want these unrealistic expectations in our relationship. Yeah. And then we get into relationships with people, and they do the one thing that doesn't work, or the slightest thing that doesn't work, and then boom, it's over. Yeah. Or, or boom, like, we're stuck in this, because it's the best I can get, because I don't know what love is, and I don't love myself. There's so many different factors. If we just took the time to just say, let me just chill. <laughs> yeah. I think we, when we don't love ourselves, yeah, we make it harder to love others. And for others to love us. Yeah, because it, if I'm so insecure and so unwilling to appreciate my flaws, any other flaw that I see, I'm going to acknowledge and abuse. Yeah. Why? Because that's how I feel. Yeah. I don't... I, I mean, like we were talking about the other day, no one likes to be wrong. Nobody does. No one, no one likes to be bad at something. But that's where the growth happens. That's where the growth happens. I lost a chest 12 times today, but I learned so much. Yeah. That's where... Oh, damn, I wish I could play the clip. Oh, the what clip? The, 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 fail, the failure clip. Oh. <laughs> From the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to play that clip every day. We could, we could add it into the video. That's what, but that's the thing. Like, The more we become okay with failure, not quitting, but failure, the easier it becomes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it said before, the only way, the only failure in life is quitting. Yeah. But to tie it back in with the relationships, you're not a failure because you had a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we go through these, I don't even want to use the word toxic. I mean, I, I think toxic is a good word because it it, the, like, it puts it like, in culture. It, it, that's our culture right now. So some people, it does put it in culture, but like there's there's toxic where it's just like you say something that is honest, and then like oh you're toxic. Oh, that's a good point. I, I'm thinking like if we don't want to generalize it, but something I'm talking about the the, the rough shit. Like well, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because I think it's important yeah. to also acknowledge that honesty is not as as much as something honest hurts. Yeah, it does not mean the person telling you or being honest with you is doing it with ill intent. Well, okay, so a real friendship. We talked about this with Kanye. A real friendship is not someone saying yes to you. Yes. A real friendship is someone saying what you need to hear. And despite of that, they're going to say it. Even if it means the friendship might be over, they're always going to say, hey, I told you this. Yeah, yeah, it, it's one of those things. I was, Yeah, I was talking to my brother the other day, and I told him, it's, at the end of the day, you have to own your, your decisions, your actions. Yeah. Right? And you get to choose what you're going to do, no matter what. 
We all get the same 24. We all get the same 24. We all get the same chance at, it, at life. Some may be ahead, some may be a little behind, but the effort is always going to be there. The decision and the choice to put in your effort is always there. And just because you don't feel like it or you you don't want to put in the work, that's your choice. No one takes that away from you. And what we're saying about Kanye is that because what, what's his name? Trevor Noah? Yeah. Trevor Noah pointed out that uh, he he doesn't have a problem with Kanye. He has a problem with people giving Kanye a platform to abuse to abuse his, his mental state. When he's I openly said, hey, I'm having issues. I'm off medication. Yes. Yeah. And and if, if, if the man already told us I have a problem and instead of people I think Trevor said instead of people coming together and showing him love and trying to support him they decide to put him on the spot and they abuse that yeah and, yeah. and, and uh, abuse his poor mental state then it's not the man's fault it's society's fault like we it's one of those things that we were talking about controversy sells yeah. Like, yeah, you, they, they, they can argue, oh, well, we're just trying to show light to who Kanye really is. But that's not him. That's that's not him. That's a person that is... Struggling. Struggling, yeah. And we're just putting him in a cage and then rattle. I'm going to make a school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. All great things. Yeah. But it's like, is this who you're saying or are you going through a manic episode right now? Yeah. And uh, and I could argue those people that gave him the platform are just trying to make money. They have made money off him. Yeah. Think about it. It's still crazy to have a a, a Kanye interview nowadays because he doesn't interview with everybody. Yeah. So if you get it, you know. You're making bank. But that's the thing. It's like you're making bank, but you, this man is continually spiraling. Yes. And like he's been spiraling since I want to say 2015, 2016, whenever J Cole dropped that song. Yeah. Uh, everybody died. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> no, false prophets. That's what it's called. He dropped everybody dies and then he dropped false prophets. Yeah. It's how I put it. I'd rather have a friend in my life who's gonna call me on my shit rather than just say, Yeah, Jay, keep going ahead. Yeah, yeah, and and to go to add more onto that, yeah, you don't just because your friend is telling you, Hey, don't do this, yeah, doesn't mean they don't support you. At the at the same time, it's a person that's looking at your life from a third point of view. Yeah. And sometimes you need that outside perspective. I mean, that's why in teams, in just in sports in general, you have coaches. Yeah. Because while while you're in the game, you don't have all the information that the coach may have. You can't see the whole field. Yeah. You only see what's in front of you. Yeah. You you have. You, we're limited by our peripheral vision. Yeah. I'm right here. That's that's all I can see. I don't see what's behind me. What? I don't see what's behind you. What? I that's that's all the information I can have. Yeah, I really but this that. person, <laughs> I got like two of these motherfuckers. Let's right. go. <laughs> Teachers got them motherfuckers. Yeah. But yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sometimes people tell us things that we may not want to hear. Yeah. But they may be seeing something that we can't see. Like, we're kind of, we got our blinders on, and there's a fucking truck coming from right here. Yeah. 
And your friend's like, hey, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And you're like, fuck you, I'm going to keep doing what I want. <laughs> we had listened and trusted them as a second pair of eyes. Yeah. It also comes down to like picking who you're going to be friends with and who you want to be in a relationship with. Yeah. You got to ask yourself, like, does this person have my best intent possible? Mm-hmm. Or are they still looking out for themselves? Yeah. And I mean, it's not that you shouldn't look out for yourself at all times. But it's easy to distinguish between someone that goes back to the same thing, giving you an ultimatum. Yeah. Or someone that is, seems like they're genuinely just giving you advice, even if you didn't ask for it. Like an observation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Uh, mm, critical, not critical thinking. Um, when you're giving... What's the word? Criticism? Constructive criticism. There we go. There, there you go. go. There yes. Go. That there's one thing is criticism and another thing which is kind of on the same field constructive criticism yeah. constructive criticism allows you to get some insight of what is happening it allows you to grow as a human being it builds you up it's like you, you have your blinders on and boom the blinders are off yeah oh I see that fucking truck <laughs> you know but that also goes down to selecting the right people in your life I think we should be okay to say I don't want this friendship anymore yeah. And you're like, well, this is why I don't want it. Uh, you know, of course, give people a chance to change. But at the end of the day, like, if it's not beneficial, if it's more so, I hate to use the word toxic, but if it's, like, abusive or things in nature that aren't the best for you, then you don't need to keep it. Especially if you've been with somebody, friends, for a long time. Friends or relationship, just because you've been with somebody for X amount of time does not mean that you wasted your time. You had great experiences, you had a good time with them, yeah. but now they're at a point in their life where if you continue to spend time with them, if you continue to have them in your life, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think love people, let them be in your life, but choose who's in your life. It's hard because, I mean, I'll, I'm going to keep going back to the same thing. Yeah. If If your parents don't show you what it is, or or one like a couple of things. If they don't show you how to let things go, yeah, you'll never be able to let go of others. Yeah, because it kind of ties in, right? If 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 they don't show you true love, then when it comes to it, you won't be able to recognize who is being abusive, who is not. Unless you you go through it by the crash course. Unless you go through it by the crash course, yeah. and oftentimes people will feel like failures. Or feel like they are aren't good enough after going through such difficult situations because they they never had that I guess that compassion that real unbiased unjudged compassion yeah the the thing with that is that if your parents don't show you and you don't have a good representation and you have the ability to do so. I recommend going to therapy. That's the best way to go. Therapy. Like I said, we at Roller Room are not licensed therapists. Maybe yet. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see how school goes. <laughs> but, but, but therapy can give you those tools where you, our parents lack. And I, we, we talk about parents on this show a lot. When we put it like this, most of the times, nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, seven times out of ten, if you know, you can recognize it here. Our parents did the best of what they could. 
That's a good point. So we're not saying all these things for you to go like, Mom, you didn't show me what real love is. Mom, you married this bitch nigga. Like, no, you can't. Don't go do that. You can do what you want to do. You're grown as man or woman. Fuck but <laughs> your, our parents are the generation for most, I think for both of us, where they were just working to survive. Like, working to get shit done. They weren't I mean, have, they didn't have time to think about, like, am I okay? Am I mentally good? Yeah. And if you, if you take it a little further... Your grandparents probably yeah. went through even harder shit. They stuck together. That that generation probably was the one where they stuck together through a marriage. They didn't get divorced because it was society, like, socially unacceptable to do so. Yeah. So then, like, it was like, uh, as soon as women had the ability to vote, they had credit cards and own companies and LLCs. That's when you saw a mass exodus mm-hmm. of women <laughs> leaving marriages they were in for, like, years. Like, years. Like, 20 plus years. And I mean, to this day, there's still women that have been in a marriage for 40, 50 years. Just fucking dropping. Well, not even that, but they, they're still in it and they're being abused. Because they think that's what love is. Because they think that's what love is. They think society still that the, there's still that expectation, mm-hmm. and it's hard because at the same time, people still have that ideal image, that American image, the yeah, American dream. That, that American dream. Let me tell you something. Fuck the American dream. Fuck the American dream. It, you don't need to have the American dream. You need to have your dream. Yeah. Because we've seen too many examples of people who have gotten the quote unquote American dream and they're still not happy. They're still not satisfied. Yeah. They're still not happy. They got the house, the car, the hot wife, the hot car, like everything they want. And it's still empty inside because they didn't find what they were really meant to do on this earth. Whatever made them happy. I think... What fulfilled them. What fulfilled them as a human being. Not as a man, not as a woman, but a human being. Um, you should be able to make your own dream. Yeah. yeah. You're not defined if you're not married. You're not defined if you don't have a house. You're not a loser if you don't have a dog. You're kind of a loser if you don't have a dog. You're your own person. You set your own standards of what makes you feel successful or not. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. The only thing that can define you is yourself. Exactly. I mean, you taught me that one. <laughs> like with the, the, the MMA and like the, the likes on Instagram, my photos. Like, do you feel like you did the work? Yeah. Then you could. Do. No. Fuck the likes. <laughs> like, it's hard to think about that. It was like, yeah, I feel like I put my foot in this bitch. Like, you know, as long as my client's happy, I'm happy. Yeah, because I mean, at the same time, you you didn't get into it for the likes. You got into it because it was something you liked, something that you appreciated, that you found some sort of comfort, some sort of motivation. Call it whatever you want, but it was something that was you chose. To me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not something I was like, I gotta do this because I'm Mark Right, right, right. Fuck a house. <laughs> I was living in a cardboard box by the lake. Yeah, and just to add a little more, uh, pointing out what what is wrong or the things that people do wrong doesn't mean, hey, go out and attack them. Because like you said, we do things the best way we know how to do them. Yes. And if we aren't taught the right way to do it, then that's, in a way, not that it's not our fault, but in a way, we're not doing it with ill intent. Yeah. That's why, even if you're in an abusive relationship, it, does, it doesn't always mean that this person is trying to abuse you. Yeah. At the same time, an abuser lived through abuse their whole life. So that's how that's normal they know how to do things. That's how they show love. It doesn't mean you need to stay in that relationship. Beat it doesn't mean out. they're doing something good. Beat the shit out of her in Tekken. 
<laughs> I don't beat on it. Unless it's in Smash Bros. Then you gonna lose. Everybody then you knows. smash him? <laughs> <laughs> no, he asked him. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. And also just... I like to say a lot of things to preface and cover our ass out. Go ahead, you're good. Before you give somebody advice, make sure they're in a mental space. Yeah. Ready to receive it. Because sometimes it's not even how we say it or what you say. It's like, when the fuck did you just say that There's shit? There's a time and place for everything. Exactly. If you just had a long ass day at work, you was slanging motherfuckers, like you get all the titles done, and you're in a good mood, and you're like on top of the world, and you're like, you know what? I, I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm ready to receive some good information or some news. I, I yeah. want somebody to give me some good advice. Boom. But if you had a really shitty day, you don't need nobody else beating that. Because then you just keep... Going down. There's one thing I hate when people say, I'm just a blunt person. Like, eh. no. A time and place. Just like dinner, you cater to that person. You cater things. Like, I'm not saying don't say it. And I'm not saying sugarcoat it. Don't dance around it. But if you're going to be blunt, be blunt at the right time. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me I need to get my shit together after I just took a dump. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling empty. I'm feeling good. Right. I think it's important to acknowledge because you could have the best intentions and what you are saying or the advice that you're giving could be the best advice yeah. ever. But if the person isn't ready to receive it or is not the right place, right time, no matter however you say it, yeah. it's not going to make a difference. It's not. But that, a, a good way to have like a, a good relationship is to just do a check-in. Yeah. Like with uh, Bianca, um, she'll like have a bad day or I have a bad day. And she's like, do you want to be heard or you want advice? And I'm like, eh, you know what? I won't be heard. Like yesterday, I told you I had to cancel that shoot that I've been playing for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was mad at the motherfucker. I was trying to be cool like a cute pro on Burp. I was melted like I was cute. And so she's like, Are you, do, you want to be, do you want to be heard or do you want advice? I was like, I really just want to be heard. I'm not going to make any action right now. But I'm mad than a motherfucker, <laughs> you know? And at that time, I got it out. Felt great. And then, like in the morning, we are having breakfast. And she's like, all right, you ready for advice? Hell yeah, I'm ready for advice now. I got breakfast. Yeah, I'm you, good. Yeah. <laughs> I got this shit out of my way. I had sex. Like, I'm great now. You know? Like, you got you to gotta, you gotta pick it. You got to know when to pick your battle. Yeah. You got you to gotta set up the execution. There you go. Yeah. Fucking shake and bake. <laughs> shake and bake. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it's interesting because... It all goes back to communication. Yeah. Yeah. If if you don't have a good communication skill, then you you don't know how to approach things. And it just it's just like you said. Hey, is this something that you may be interested? In? Yes. No. Okay. Let's do it another time. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know that's pretty good. We should we should do an episode about communication. I mean, we keep talking about it right now. Yeah, okay, then what makes great communication? What what makes it? Because to me, I always say it's ninety percent listening, ten percent response. I mean, I I would not disagree with that because you cannot if you're not listening, you don't know what is being asked, and if you don't know what is being asked, then you don't know how to help or how to what the best thing to give is. Because you're focused mainly on your response. Yes. I think with listening, there's a couple things. One, I like body language. Mm-hmm. When when I'm talking to a person, they're like, yeah, I get it. 
that, that like verbal cue, it makes a person feel more confident in what they're saying to you. Yeah. And it shows that you do have an actual understanding. Because you're not going to be able to fake body language. No. Unless you're a trained motherfucker. Good luck. <laughs> um, what's another good one? Well, I mean, at the same time, there's a lot of... Okay, so I know a little bit about body language, and I know like when people cross their arms. That can be off a standoff ish. Close, right? stand up. But sometimes, you know, I'm just a little tired and I just wanna Well yeah, it's kinda yeah, like that, yeah. but then it's like you can tell with like the, the tightness of it. Yeah, with, okay, yeah. With body language you're go. like you never know. You're making a, a, a estimated guess, like a hypothesis yes. of it. If a motherfucker's like this and they're like clinched up and you're you're holding tight, yeah. When I'm relaxing, I'm not I'll be like, you know. Yeah, I'll, your shoulders down, you're you, a little loose. You can strip it. Breathing real hard. <sighs> you stole my Dunkin' Donuts taco. Bitch, like no, <laughs> like that. <laughs> or um, the another thing that I, I, one of the thing I, I noticed because I, I see a lot of people argue. It's weird. I'm in weird situations you know sometimes. I'm just a good friend. You good? A lot of times they'll argue, and then they're like, "So what do you think of this? 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 This?" And they don't give the person any time to just. Pause and think, because when you're in the motion and your emotions are hurried, you want an answer now. Yeah. You want like right then and there. Motherfuckers gotta think. I'm not talking to these like thinking of a lie to cheat on you. He's like, how do I respond to this? Yeah. 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 I mean, and see, yeah, I think that's another important aspect of good communication. Being able to hold back. Right, because if if you yourself haven't even processed what you're trying to say and the point that you're trying to get across, and you're just yelling all these things out, and why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? And blah, 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 like <laughs> yeah, just rapid fire. You can't expect the person to <laughs> answer all those things at the same time. You come back at that. How? Yeah, because yeah. then like, how are you gonna respond to that? Comes to you, you know? Right, right. I think it's like that's like conversation hostage. Hostage taking. Yeah. You're just holding the conversation and you're just hitting them with this and this and this. And you feel good because you're getting your points out. Yeah. But you're not getting a response. You're not getting a solution. You're just shooting the person you're supposed to love or be friends with. Yeah. It's interesting because it's easier said than done, right? Um, but it, it becomes better with practice. I, yeah, that's where I was going to get to. If if these are things that you're not constantly... Not constantly, but if you that you think of and that you try to... Uh, improve on then you'll never get better at it but at the same time you only can get better at it if you fail then you gotta be willing to fail you have to be willing to fail and it's not gonna be a change that happens overnight it's incremental yes so maybe maybe you do have the the desire to become a better communicator but the person that you want to talk to is, is is not into the same thing or isn't aware of those things. Like, those are things that you also have to keep in mind. Like, just because you're improving at some skill or some aspect of your life doesn't mean that that person is doing the same thing. And that will get in the way of conversations. But you shouldn't hold that against them and you shouldn't keep that from encouraging you to be a better speaker or communicator yeah well, yeah because yeah, I mean oftentimes what happens is hey um, 
if you you go into a conversation and it may get heated and and you're thinking about this and then instead of reacting or instead of <laughs> yeah of practicing what you've learned yeah you just become reactive instead of responsive yes have we talked about the difference between the two go ahead to me uh, responding is one that's meditated thought about and you have a plan with it you don't even have a plan but you've given it some thought mm-hmm. reaction is just the gut the first thing that comes to mind yeah it's like Eric I don't like a Ranger shirt I'm an Astros fan fuck you Reaction. <laughs> and then what would a response be? Uh, you could be like, how come? There you go. It's it's kind of like, some people have innate reactions that are like kind and generally responsive. But like, most of the time, most of us are not kind. <laughs> yeah. Most of us have been through some things and we're not kind. But having the ability to say, okay, am I reacting to this or am I responding to this emotional trigger? Like, it helps you in the long run. And it comes with practice and it comes with failure. Yeah. You got to be willing to say like, okay, this person is heated. They're upset. Or they feel X, Y, Z way because of this. How am I going to respond to this? Fuck you. I'm not <laughs> trying to do that. I'm not trying to... You know how many motherfuckers got guns now every day? Fuck them guns. Everybody, they road rage accidents, people getting shot straight up. Fuck no. I'm not, Shoot me. I'm not dying over a Toyota Corolla 2021 SE edition. Fuck your Toyota Corolla. No, nigga, I like my Corolla, but I'm not dying for that bitch. You can hit it today and I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll fucking kill you. Like, I got other shit to do. Like, I'm not... I'm just... Have you ever been tired of being angry? <laughs> I... No, but I see some people and I'm like, how are you always like this? Think about it, think about it. You were a kid, you had a tantrum, you cried, you were upset. What'd you do after that? Mm-hmm. Take a fucking nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you take a fucking nap. After, yes, after it's you cried for three hours. Yes. It's exhausting to be that kind of emotional. What do you think the adults are? We're just big fucking kids. You fall asleep crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, I guess I feel better. (laughs) Breakup wasn't as bad as I thought it was. (laughs) Guess I'll be alright. I'll get another heart. It's okay. Heart on fronts. I'm joking. It's funny because... uh, Yeah, it's pretty funny. Because those people that are so angry all the time get angry at the things they do, but when they come from other people... <laughs> motherfuckers like, why are you breathing so hard cause you breathe so hard motherfucker you just mad at me cause it's like, you why are you yelling why are you smacking with your food cause you don't close your mouth <laughs> like but that uh, it just becomes silly after you like stop being that angry like what the fuck about this mad <laughs> like it's gonna be okay <laughs> yeah like whoever whoever you are if you're listening to the podcast don't be an angry motherfucker like chill out <laughs> I mean, and if you are therapy, hey, I mean, reach out to someone. Therapy, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu. Figure out what you need as an outlet. I will say, working out is not a replacement for therapy, though. It, it helps, though. Yeah. But go talk to somebody, motherfucker. It's so, okay, so in training, in dog training. Let's <laughs> talk about dog training. In dog training, so there's, there's some dogs that are very active, right? They're bouncing all over the place. So, the best way to approach it is, first, you got to tire them out. In a way, right? Get, yeah. get them to to release all that energy. Yeah. 
and once they release all that energy then you open a window where they are more mellow more tired and at that point then you can better guide their focus and i think the people that believe working out is therapy they're not entirely wrong yeah but they, they're missing that extra step well, so they, after, they tired themselves out yes yeah, so after after you already tired yourself out then put in that extra work in bettering yourself there you go then take the time and i don't know meditate journal journal do you think go to therapy if whatever it takes for you to kind of like work off all that excess energy so you can become in a more receptive state. Yes, yes. That makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, if, if you're angry and you're just agitated and you need to blow off that steam. Sometimes you just need to punch a motherfucker lift, too. I'm going to lift 40 pounds in the gym. <laughs> I'm strong as shit. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, and it's cool and all, but if, if you never do the work, you'll never get better. Your, your life is a mental balance and a physical balance. Yeah. So there's work to do on both sides. Yes. Because some people are really good mentally, but physically they need help. Yeah. So we're all not perfect. We're all learning in this lifetime. But we all need help. So make sure if you need it, go get it. Yeah. Talk to somebody. Don't talk to me. Talk to Eric. He's nice. Mm. I'm joking. I'm nice too. I like Eric. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I guess to go back to the the abusive relationships, you gotta get out of there. But it's it's hard because you think that's what love is. Yeah, and it's hard because you're like, well, if I leave this love, what's gonna happen? If she, if I leave this chick today after she's been beating me, I'm gonna be alone, and I don't want to be alone. Yeah, because my friends are married and they're happy. So, what does that mean for me? Does that mean I'm a failure because I'm leaving a relationship even though I've been with her for so long, like six, seven years. I've not been with somebody for six or seven years. But, you know what I'm saying? It, like you said, it's more easier said than done. But it's also like, you gotta take steps. If you just start kind of like, how about, I do a rule of thumb. I'm not saying this will work for you, it might work for me. If I don't like my job for 90 days straight, then I'll make a change. Yeah. If I keep waking up every fucking day saying, I don't want to be here. After 90 days, I'll make a change. Because 30 days, eh, that's a month. It's, it's not enough time. But after 90 days... Hey, I don't know if I, I want a motherfucker to beat me up for 90 days. Well, see? But that's the thing. <laughs> you can make the increment however long you want it to be. Yeah. If you're like, if I keep waking up for four weeks straight and this motherfucker pissing me off, trying to punch me, beat me up like it's a UFC match and he thinks I'm Gil Romero, like... <laughs> I'm going to leave this motherfucker. You don't have to make it nine days. You can make it two weeks, three days, whatever time. But after you've gone to that ter- period of time, that's when you execute. Yeah. Um, what did Tyler Perry say? People are like trees. Um, some people are leaves. They're here for a season. They come and go. Some people are like branches. They're stiff. They're with you. But when you do something that they don't like, they break and they fall away. Sure. Or they're like a root. A root. There's not a lot of them motherfuckers, but when they're there, they're there. They, they don't come, they don't go, they don't give you if or take, they're just there for you and they keep you grounded. Oh, in my sure. life, I try to be a root for people. I can't be a root for everybody because some of y'all motherfuckers make me want to leave. But <laughs> find those people who are roots. Like, I consider you a root in my life. I know you always going to keep it honest with me. You're going to tell me what it's going to do. The relationship's going to be nurturing on both sides. 
And I know that if I say something you don't like, you're not going to stop being my friend. Unless I'm like, Zeke Hell, some dumb stupid shit like that. Like, you know? Like, that's what a true friendship to me. It's yeah. one of those root friendships. Yeah. I, I think right now there's this... I don't know if it's trend, but I see so many people like, oh, if they're... if. If they're not supporting your business, if they're not doing this, if they're not, they're not really your friends, if they're not going out with you, they're not really your friends, if they don't tell you they love you, they're not... No, bro, like, chill. Chill. Don't chill. give people ultimatums. Yeah, don't do things for others. Do things for you. Yes. And because and it, just because you would do it for someone else doesn't mean they have to do it for you as well. I think that's... If we want to get into it, friends with business... Your friends are there to support you, but they were your friend not because you had a business. Yeah. So you can't judge your friendship on them because they don't support your business. Yeah. To me, if you support me, cool. But I'm not going to stop being friends with you because you don't support me. Yeah. Because that wasn't the basis of our friendship to begin with. Yeah, because then you can get into the argument of like, oh, well, am I only your friend if I support your business? Exactly. It's okay for people not to support you. I think sometimes when we start businesses or things like that, we want everybody in the world to see us and look at us and be proud of us and, and cheer us on. Wow, that shit works. Yeah. Or like some, you could say the same thing at any aspect of your life. You get into a relationship and, uh, oh, well, if you don't support my relationship, then you're not my friend. Like, I was your friend before you had met this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> And at the same time, you'll start to think about, well, are you in a relationship because you want your friends to support a relationship? Or are you in a relationship because you want to start something with a person? And that make you happy. And that make you feel Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you doing all this for validation or are you doing this because it's the actual choice? Yeah. yeah. Same thing, let's say, I mean, just I'll put me in an example. Why did I join Jiu-Jitsu? Did I join Jiu-Jitsu to be cool? Did I join Jiu-Jitsu to act out? Join it to what niggas ass. Right, right. <laughs> Hey, times are tough, bro. Hey, hey Jan- tough. January, January. I'm ready for January. I want to see. Hey, no, no, I don't know about all that. I, I know about no manches, perro. <laughs> Anyways, but like it goes, it goes, it goes to ask, like, why are you doing Pero things? Nah, just, no manches, perro. <laughs> but you're saying, you're saying. No, I mean, it's just it, it's one of those things, like, why are you really doing it? No. What is the motivation behind it? Yeah. And that's the same thing with the relationship. Yeah. Why are you in the relationship? Am, am I with this motherfucker that's beating me three days out of the week? Damn, that's actually not a bad schedule. Because you get five days oh off. I've got, but still, like, am I with this person that's, like, doing this shit because... Five days off? Uh, if you're already being three? I'm sorry. That's an eight-day week, bro. Hey, look. You <laughs> knocked the extra day to your life. You got to... I don't know so hard that you get an extra day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to whoop your ass until Sun Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask yourself Am I with this person Because I feel love Or am I with this person Because I'm afraid of being alone Yeah That's the biggest question That's one of those breakaway questions That you ask And you be like I'm with them because I'm afraid of being alone Yeah nigga like, You sure you wanna be with them And I'm not talking about The motherfuckers getting beat I mean in general Yeah I mean In any relationship Love is hard And some days you don't wanna be with the person And that's cool but if you keep waking up for a year and not wanting to be with that person, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Could be you, could be them, you don't know. But you don't want to rip a band aid off, so you're just wasting your time. You'll never get that time back. 
You'll never get those time back, that, that blood that you lost, the bones you broke, and all that extra shit you can't get back. And there are multiple tools and resources available for you in order to escape those situations or bad relationships. Yeah, you just gotta reach out and, and grab them. If you don't feel comfortable, like, you know, telling somebody, hey, look, we got a box that says, like, it's an it's a incognito box on our website. It's like, here, talk about topics. You can literally put in that bitch, he's banging me, motherfucker! Right. We can respond. Here, call this number. Because I'm not finna go get shot. But, you know. Yeah. So, I know jiu-jitsu, so hold on. I mean, some, something that, uh, uh, that I heard the other day was, the only decision we get to make in life is what we do with our time. Yeah. And it's up to you how, how you want to spend that time. Yeah, that's true. If you want to stay in an abusive relationship. Yeah, no. If you want to stay in a toxic relationship? Yeah, it's toxic. What's up? Being in a friendship with somebody that complains about a drifting Joy-Con and Mario Kart. That's real toxic. Yeah. And you know, there's been too many days of that happening, and I don't know if I want to be in this friendship anymore. I'm, all I know is some people are out there trying to sabotage others. I'm not sabotaging. <laughs> I'm just winning. Okay. I don't know. I mean, to go along with that, I still won four times in a row. Dog, I was distracted one of those four times. You can't just keep bringing that up. <laughs> you can't keep bringing that up. Hey, I, I just know you didn't run it back after that. I I've never been married before either. I'll be your last. <laughs> I'm too expensive. My love language is giving gifts. Some camera than $10,000 cameras? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm not gonna say like that's my love language, but like somebody buy me another Sony A7R4, like you know, might be inclined to love. <laughs> nah, dog. I'm gonna be honest with you. For Christmas, everybody getting thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'm, Dude, so I'm, so I'm so serious. I got Bianca's gift. I got your gift. I got my mom's gift. And I was like, there we go. That's it. Kept it real <laughs> simple. Kept it real, real simple. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Man, I might get somebody a car. It's gonna, it's not gonna be Hallmark. It's gonna be fucking. Bring it out, bring it up. And I kept a, a gift one. I was like, y'all, you get the most. Mom, Eric, cool. Everybody else, fuck off. <laughs> fuck y'all. Love y'all though. I love y'all. Y'all are great people. Oh wait, I got my son too. But still, everybody else is cool. Y'all get nothing. That's funny. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, you good? All right, all right, good one. Check, do a check box. You good? Cool. Have a great day. You're not thoughts and prayers. Check one, and then you flip it. Yes. All right. Hey, have a happy holidays. Check no. You're my thoughts and prayers. If yes, flip this one. If no, flip this. Boolean expression. Gift cards. Love them. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, Damn, I'm gonna make a card like that now. <laughs> I think you can make a lot of money with that. I got a lot of money on that. Really you good? good? I'm <laughs> if no, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> you know how fucked up that'd be? You'd be like, oh, I'm gonna get some money. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you just get. Actually, no, I'm not going by Jay anymore. I'm going by Jariel because y'all fucking up the name Jay, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You saw that? You saw that? 
Yeah, people with the name Jay are ruining the, ruining the vibe, so I'm Jariel Brooks. Now. I mean, I told you for a couple episodes ago, you should just go by Jariel. I'm going by Jariel now. Fuck the motherfuckers that can't say your name. Look, y'all gonna have to learn. J A R A E L. I'm gonna put the fucking little subtitles in. Wait, what was your middle name? Charlton. 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 I have the bougiest name ever for a black man. <laughs> Jario Charlton Brooks. You're using the sir. Oh, sir. You gotta get some land in Pilman. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, If you get land in Ireland, you can, you, I think it's, you just need like one square foot of land. Yeah. You can become a lord. A lord. Yes, yeah, so and that's how it's like Lord Jario Lord Jario Charlton Brooks the third. Slayer of Matrix, creator of videos, photographer, creator of lenses, long may he reign! Like, <laughs> fucking go off. Yeah, that sounds so badass. And then they're like, gonna eat that. Thoughts and prayers. Hey, hey, that's why motherfuckers don't trust nobody, bro. Look, because I put thoughts and prayers in the car. <laughs> this is why people don't like to be vulnerable, Jay. Look. Look, you can you give a motherfucker your address and they send you a letter saying thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'll laugh my ass off. Uh, you know it's gonna be a day when we have fan mail. That shit's gonna be funny. <laughs> That's gonna be so funny. Cause they're gonna be like thoughts and prayers. And I'm like, <laughs> like something horrible is gonna happen in my life. Oh my God. Like, cause you know, travesty happened. And I'm gonna see cars securing my thoughts and prayers and I'm just gonna bust out fucking Wait, what's, life. You said travesty? Like something could happen in my life. Like tragedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, I like, think I've heard that one before. Oh, travesty. I, I like words. No, I mean, yeah, I like learning. This is a funeral put up. Do, 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 do. Pulling up words. Sorry, I just need it. No, you good. A false, absurd, or distorted representation of something. They're represented in a false or distorted way. Okay. Yeah. So. And then you're gonna get a card that says thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I know your wife just had a kid with thoughts and prayers. You're gonna be like, I really did that to myself. I made this a joke. <laughs> I made myself a meme in 2022. I didn't think it would come back to bite me in the ass, but it did. You realize we're about to be in 2023 with a podcast? That's dope. That's crazy. We'll be, um. Let's see, there's another. Let's see, one more. So we'll be 20 episodes in by then. Hopefully. Hopefully. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Um, is there anything else you want to say about toxic relationships? <sighs> Take your time to examine your own relationship before you point your fingers at somebody else. And the next one, make sure you're good mentally yourself before you start trying to point your fingers at another person. What you may perceive as toxic is just your own insecurities. There's so many different factors. Like I said, we are not the go-to aficionados on relationships or anything like that. There is no aficionado on relationships. Because they're all so different. They're all so very fucking different. We're just enthusiasts about helping people. There you go. Make sure you look at yourself. Look at your relationship. Ask the tough questions. And if those tough questions are really hard to ask, maybe you need some like some digging to do within yourself and, and within your partner. We are by no means encouraging you to just go dump somebody. I do not need a motherfucker showing up to my house talking about she left me or he took everything because we told you on a podcast like, yeah I don't want to be responsible for I'm you leaving me. your parents <laughs> <laughs> go to beat your parents you gave me the best as you could motherfucker I want an abandonment my love language is gifts and you gave me buzz like you oh my god I wanted the moon 
Like, remember. And you give me cheese. Ooh, cheese. Cheese. No, no, no. You... <laughs> I just thought it was so horrible. You, you love, like, just gifts, right? Okay. And you get thoughts and Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, that'd be, that'd be savage. Thoughts and prayers. Hey, that's still a good. This is going to be good TikTok content. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> The fuck? You know, have you ever thought about that? You know, when something horrible happens and we're all like, you're not thoughts and prayers, you're not thoughts and prayers. And I'm just like, what the fuck is that going to do? And are we really in your thoughts and prayers though? Because I don't think that many people be praying. And if so, do I want you to pray for me? I don't know. It's a thought. That's a good question. It's a real good thought. I mean, it goes back to why are you doing it? Are you doing? It's like. Are you saying it just to feel good about yourself? I'm get into this now. Go ahead. It's like the fucking Black Lives Matter with the black square. That shit didn't do nothing for nobody. Posting that fucking black square, I stand in solidarity. Oh, you're an ally. What the fuck that gonna do for anybody? I didn't stop getting harassed at traffic stops because of a black fucking square. Nobody's like. I got pulled over like two. Was it six months ago? Thought that there was weed in the car. There was nothing in the fucking car. There was a coffee cup. And literally. It's not like the cop said, well, does your friend have black squares on Instagram? <laughs> is, your, is your friend an ally? Do you have any allies in your life? No, that shit doesn't do nothing. It doesn't do a goddamn thing. It just makes you feel better about an uncomfortable situation that's happening in your life. It's yeah. the same thing as saying, thoughts and prayers. Niggas getting mowed down in the street, thoughts and prayers. I stand in solidarity. <laughs> I mean, I was telling you, I almost gave in. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I didn't give a fuck about that black square. Like, I'd rather people like protest. I protest. Yeah. I'd march. Did my thing. That's cool. But I didn't do it for show or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, there were, there were the black squares square, all over. What the square going to do for me? I don't know. It's not going to help nobody. Not going to help no fucking body. Yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, what, what's the point of this? I don't want a square. I want you to go vote in your local election and vote for some police reform. Like, I want you to vote for some higher education within our offices. Yeah. See, and I, I think we can, this goes back to, like, being a good communicator. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are you being reactive and just posting a square? Or are you going to be thoughtful and think about how, what actions you can actually take to, I guess, show actual solidarity. 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 What did Kendrick say? Oh, wait. Because I mean, you could post a you could post a black square, but if time comes and you don't show up, come out and vote, if you don't go and support, I don't know, people that are actually doing things to yeah. make change, then what do you do? You really care, or are you just doing it for you know your pleasure? <coughs> it's like, oh, look at me! I'm also in support of this thing. He said, I see niggas arguing about who's blacker. Blacker. Even blackout screens call it solidarity. Solidarity. Meditating in silence make you want to tell on me. Like, nigga, if you got Kendrick Lamar, the number one motherfucker for black rights and activ- activism, saying fuck them black screens. Fuck them screens. I mean, it goes back to the, the root of Black Lives Matter. It was a good idea. With ill intent. With the ill intent. And I'm not saying that Black Lives Matter was ill intent. I'm saying what happened with the money with Black Lives Matter was ill intent. Yeah. That shit was used for buying houses. 
the fuck I'm gonna do with your house when this shit's going on? That money could have actually been used for like real issues. But that's just me. That's my soapbox. Fuck them black squares. I mean, yeah. It just goes back to show like how little people actually put, how, how little thought people actually put in the things they do. They just do it because they see other people doing it. Yeah. Like, oh, we stand with Ukraine. Okay, you changed your Facebook profile. You ain't send no money. You ain't go over to Ukraine. You ain't calling. You ain't helping no people. Everybody like. And I guess, needless to say, you don't have to support everything you see out there. Exactly. But don't act like you're actually supporting something when you're not doing anything. You are a Twitter activist. Yeah. It it does nothing. It does no one any good other than your pleasure. I think it's okay. It's okay to want to help other organizations. And to not do them for the show of things. It's when you do things for the show of things and showmanship. That's when like the issue arises. Yeah. It's like giving to the homeless but putting a fucking camera in their face. Yeah. I'm not taking that tuna salad sandwich after you put a goddamn four megapixel camera in my face. Like, you're not helping to help. You're helping to make yourself feel better. Well, I think you could argue that, though. Because, I mean, there, there's this... This... A couple I follow Mm -hmm. on Instagram that, you know, their following started with, um, with the the, the whole remodeling thing that's been going on, right? No, catch it up. The the, the DIY remodeling of houses, right? Okay, that's it. So they got their house, they made it nice, whatever, and they built the following. Well, something that they started doing was, they, they went, they, they called it a, Helping Wednesdays or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they went to someone's house in the neighborhood to help them get something that they needed to be done. So yeah. like, one example was uh, this elderly person couldn't mow their lawn anymore, and they had gotten warnings from the city that hey, you're about to start getting fines if you don't mow anything, and they went ahead and took care of it, right? But so they showed it. And so now people are sending in requests that, hey, can you, can you, uh, tear, this person has a shed that's torn down, homeless, go and use it for shelter, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, it's an elderly person, private property, et cetera, blah, blah. And now they're going around the city, I guess, just doing acts of kindness. But because they recorded it and because they're sharing it with the world, now they're getting uh, tools, they're getting, um, I guess, monetary donations to be able to provide more help for others. So, yes, in a way, in a way, you don't want to brag about your acts of kindness. Sensationalize it. Yeah, you don't want to sensationalize it, but if you're, if at the same time you're keeping it honest and true, and you're bringing light to the situation, yes, then that's that's cool. Yes, but, but are you just like, showing it? Are you just showing it just to look at me, feel look good at about me. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's like feel good activism. Yes, I'm not really a fan of that. Uh, no, and and no one should be. But, but at the at the end of the day, it's the easiest thing to do. It's cheap. It's cheap, but that's that's the thing. Like, do you know how many shoots like I do for free to help people out? Like, especially like, organizations like um, like I don't, I'm not gonna put their names up there. I do a lot of that shit, but I don't record it or post it out like that, especially during the weekdays. Mm-hmm. But how to put it? 
if you do something for the sake of just helping them, probably shouldn't do that. Unless it's something that you know can bring light to a situation, yeah. things like that. But yeah. sometimes people don't. That that's not the intent. But the outcome could be different. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it goes back to that. Like, what is your true and genuine intent? Money. And I mean, <laughs> no. You can you. Can, if you're if you're hearing this, you can you can tell anybody. Oh well, I'm, I'm being genuine and I'm being helpful and blah blah blah. But if at the end of the day you're only lying to yourself, yeah. If it's not true, and that's the worst kind. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna eat you up. Yeah, I think so. I think so because it. Yes, you may rip benefits off of it for yeah. now, but at the end of the day, you're doing a disservice to yourself. And that's the worst kind of disservice. Yeah, and I, I mean, it, <clears throat> that that thing or those lies that you tell yourself will only build up more lies that you'll tell others. Yeah. And then your life is just surrounded by lies. Yeah, and then, and I know it's hard because I, telling lies is easy, right? Dealing with them is hard. Dealing with them with them is hard, mm-hmm. and but you're not dealing with them from other people. It's usually yourself. Yeah, and the thing is, if you tell a lie, or if you're not honest, you are only forced to make more lies to keep up with the to lie. keep up the lies. Yeah. yeah, and at some point, it's just gonna crumble down, and you're just hurting yourself in the long run. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of those things. I mean, it's 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 one of those things. Like, are you willing to? Uh, own up to your decisions? Are you willing to own up to your flaws? Or are you and just grow from keep it? Keep going with the snowball. Yeah. Like, oh, you've helped this person, but was it just for you? Are you going to continue to do this? Yeah. Are you going to continue to feed sandwiches? Like, you got the bread for this? Or is this just something to make you feel good in the moment? Mm-hmm. And I mean, needless to say, if you just did it to feel good in the moment, that's okay. But don't brag about it. Just let it be what it's going to be. Yeah. I kind of want somebody to hand me a sandwich now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think something that I thought of is, nah, we'll leave it for another day. Speak, pimp. <laughs> we always edit it out. We need to make this a double episode. Well, I was just thinking how, like, if. If you do things that are easy all the time, it keeps you from growing. Because they, no matter what you do or how you want to view life, there will come a time where you have to do something hard, something difficult. And if, if you have not already done difficult things, that one thing is just going to seem... Impossible. Impossible. And it's going to set you back. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, which brings me to the topic of, like, a good way to build confidence is doing things that you don't like doing. Showing yourself that you can do something that you don't like. Not only confidence, but self-discipline. Self-discipline, fell self, um, just development. You know what's crazy? The things that, <laughs> that we don't like to do are the things that are usually the best things for us. 
Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, and it's it doesn't have to be something like out of this world. It could be just like, I'm going to drink a glass of water a day. Yeah, or maybe today I'm going to make my bed. Today I'm going to make one healthy decision. Today I'm going to put my phone down for the next hour. Right? You should make a challenge. What's up? What's one big thing that you struggle with? Life. <laughs> I'll start, I'll start. Okay, so my screen time report comes in on Sunday. Oh yeah, mine too. Okay, so my average was... Oh wait, how do you go to, to the last week? Oh, wait. See, I like to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, my daily average last week was... Wait. Fuck. Mine was eight hours. Is that right? Because mine says three hours a little bit. Oh, no. Hold on. Go to... Right, wait. Hold on. Um, total screen time. Wait, hold on. See, all activity. Where? It doesn't go back. See, because mine, if I go to see all activity, uh, wait, what the hell? No, mine just better Oh, go to week? No, you had it, you had it. <coughs> go to see all activity? Week? No, day? Week. It doesn't... Total screen time? Yeah. I just had it. What the hell? Oh, I see what's going on. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, there you go. Yes. Yeah, 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 there you go. Well, I mean... Okay, so my screen time, on average, for me, this is what I struggle with. Yes. My phone, 10 hours, 16 minutes. Okay. For my challenge this mm-hmm. week, I want my screen time to be maybe like, let's say I only have, instead of 27 hours of social media, I want to have maybe 20 hours. Well, okay, let me, before we move forward. Okay. So this is something I thought of before, right? Okay, okay, okay. Um, the thing is, so like, for example, for me at work. Yeah. They allow us to listen to podcasts or movies yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. And sometimes the podcast that I like listening to is on YouTube. Yeah, sure. So if I want to listen to this podcast, I have to leave my phone unlocked. Damn. I mean, ain't nobody trying to play for your, pay for your YouTube premium. That how expensive as fuck. Hey, I mean, hey, you do you. But if if I want to listen to this podcast, I have to keep my phone unlocked. Yeah. And that is counted as screen so, time. Okay. So then what if we did one specific app then? Yeah. I mean, I think that would be more. Okay. So Instagram, I have 17 hours. Yeah. I'm all fucking done in 17 hours on Instagram. So, well, I mean, are you doing work? I didn't do that much work. So. All right. There you go. Okay. So for me, mm-hmm. my challenge this week will be to have maybe, let's see, there's five hours, in, five, there's five days a week. Mm-hmm. Let's say I want to have so the fuck no. There's fourteen. There's seventy. There's seven days in a week. So mm-hmm. I want to have maybe seven hours. Mm-hmm. Seven hours of Instagram time for next week. That's my challenge for this week. 
I don't know what challenge I want to do. Whatever it could be. It could be working out. It could be whatever. You just recording it, though. And we're okay. going to check back in next week because co- there's such a... Such I think that I could walk back into more working out. Okay. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so what's like a physical and numerical effort? Like, like you're going five days a week. You're going X amount of days. An hour a day. An hour a day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So that could be walking. That could be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Let's go. Healthy competition. Oh, yeah. And then we encourage you to do something as well. Join join in with us. And then we'll be able to post the results too. See how we did. And we'll be able to hold each other accountable too. Nah, fuck you. I think it's going to be hard. <laughs> oh my god. It's I hard. Love, I love it. I love scrolling. You be sending me shit too. You know, I'm going to designate like a time of the day to where I can check Instagram. Yeah? I'm going to say 12. I'm going to go 12. 12 o'clock. Okay. And to... To further the challenge even more, let's make this a year challenge. What do you mean? So, like, it doesn't mean, I mean, because it's easy to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this for the next week, yeah. the next month. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But realistically speaking... Next month you might be falling to it again. Oh. So the challenge that I'm speaking of is more, even if you fall into it, just pick it back up. What if we start? Because the thing with that is the same thing with habits. We try to make things grandiose and really big, and then we become overwhelmed with them when we do it. Let's say a month, and then a month can turn to like another month, and another month, okay, and okay. another month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any habit, we got to keep it real simple so it's easy to okay. do. So my habit is I'm only going to be on Instagram for one hour a day. My habit is going to be... One hour of workouts. Every one day. hour of, yeah. That could be cardio, walking Rizzo, walking Zuko, yeah, yeah, anything yeah. we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's realistic. When we start making years and shit, that's when I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, well, okay. To, to it's like I got I to gotta build up to that. Don't let the year intimidate you. Well, fuck it. It intimidates me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, I know it intimidates you, but... But think about remind it. Remind yourself. Remind yourself. It, shouldn't, it shouldn't be intimidating. So you break it down to smaller parts. Yes. So realistically, it is a year. Yes. But I'm looking at this week. Yes. And then this week turns into this month. Yes. And then it's like, oh, it's been a year. Yeah. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't let the year intimidate yeah. you. Yeah. 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 It's just a little reminder. Definitely. Oh, hey, there we go. I think this is a sign of a, a healthy relationship here. Yeah. You're getting fitter. I'm getting, you know, less Instagram time. <laughs> hey, and, and at the same time, that gives you opportunity to do other things with that hour. Oh, there's 17 hours. Like, <laughs> fuck. Hey. I'm going to be gaining back 10 hours of my week. 10? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Well, it'll be on. 7. I need to look at Twitter. It'll be 7. Oh, my God. Yeah, Twitter's, Twitter's five hours. No, that's not bad. I thought you liked Twitter more than Instagram. Yeah, but you, it's easier to scroll on Instagram than Twitter. Because sometimes on Twitter, you're like, hey, like yo, Twitter. what the fuck? Yeah. Well, I got 54 minutes of Spotify. I listen to more than 54 minutes of Spotify. Because you're not on the screen that's on funny. Spotify for more than that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's only with the screen. Yeah, yeah. screen time, screen time. So, damn, 128 pickups a week. 
894. God damn. See, look, like this says 21 hours on YouTube. Mine says 27. But I know I'm not like looking at YouTube for 21 hours. You know what's crazy? I don't use my YouTube for educational purposes. I don't know. I mean, I listen to, I use it for podcasts. Yeah. I mean, damn it. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily watching it. Yeah. Sometimes I just have it going on in the background. But okay. Yeah. All right. That's our challenge for this week, month, and year. Yeah. Eric is going to be getting fitter. I'm going to get more time back from not going on Instagram. Yeah. Good luck. I'm talking about Instagram. <laughs> 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 All right. But I can do this. You yeah, can do we this. can do this. All right. Just Two like. One, two, three. Team. <laughs> but you were going to say. I was going to say, just like you can. Improve your relationships. And get the fuck out of there. If you put in the time and effort. If that nigga's beating you up and boxing you, fuck get the that fuck out of here. Slap him back. Take more time. Take jujitsu. Whoop his ass. Fuck him. Stomp him in the nuts. <laughs> Bitch slap him. Oh, we're always talking about like a dude getting beaten a woman. Hey, if she whooping your ass, leave. Fuck that bitch. Go away. Get Make your sister. Cook. Your mama can fight for she you. She belongs in the kitchen. Hey, Ronda Rossi whoops up bitches for free. <laughs> Nah, bro, she gets the bag, bro. Hey, 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 if I have to pay Ronda Rousey to whoop some girl's ass that keeps bullying me, damn. <laughs> that's fucking 25 grand I've ever spent in my life. 25? I'll pay 25 grand. Just walk away. Nah, I don't want to walk away. Sometimes I don't want to be the bigger person, Eric. Sometimes I want my foot in her way off mouth, but I can't do it because she's a woman, so I pay So you'd rather me. be 25 bands. That's 25 out. bands for the best ass whooping I'll ever see in my lifetime. Have you seen her you fight? record it. Of course I'm recording. Who put this bitch in the octagon? Nah, she's not all that anymore. She can beat regular she was people. A lot. She was a couple fights longer. Every Oh, she lost the last fight. She lost. But I guess what? But but guess what? I bet she can beat the piss out of any regular bitch in the streets, though. Everybody be talking shit about UFC fighters. I was sitting there watching that show with us yesterday. I was like, you know, we're talking mad shit, but these guys can fuck anybody in this room up right now. Hey, then the motherfuckers you want to be in a toxic relationship with. <laughs> oh, no. This is the YouTube where he's like breaking the door. Nah, nah, nah. Like, if your boyfriend or girlfriend is a UFC fighter, walk away. Don't walk away. Because. No, I'm fucking run. This nigga knows jujitsu. I know bullets. Yeah, jujitsu don't have shit on that. Yeah. Fire gun. I got no gun. I got a lab. I got a lab though. Make sure you're strapped. (laughs) Strapped up and clapped up with Burlo Rim. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This has been the Burlo Rim podcast. I'm your host Jariel. I'm sorry. I'm your co-host Jariel Brooks. I'm your co-host Eric. Wait, can we just say host? I'm your host, Eric. There you go. And I'm your host, Jariel. Host or host? Host. I'm your hoe, Eric. <laughs> um, um, now, we just talked about women beating men up. And cat strong as shit. You Maybe know I like getting my ass whooped. That explains a lot. I hope you have a wonderful day. His wife is strong as shit. <laughs> she scares me because she's such a sweet person. But I know she'll fuck anybody up. She can go toe-to-toe with the best of them. This nigga learned jiu-jitsu as self-defense. <laughs> no, my hey, shit. Hey, 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 hey. That's a pass. <laughs> Damn. All right, this has been Brother Rip. Thank you. Hope you have a great day. <laughs>